Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Jordan's moved over to the other side. Ahead of Jason Lenz, it's going to be Jack Jordan taking this one down today. It's going to be a close one and it's going so quickly here for Jack Jordan. Jason Lenz coming hard from the back end. One more driver and it's going to be Jack Jordan. He is your new champion in the trophy format. Unbelievable, fantastic event by the Kiwi. Oh boy, did they ever put everything out there on the field. And look at that. I think those might be a little bit of a smile and some tears of joy from Jack Jordan. How cool. Absolutely. How cool was the commentary and how cool uh, was the achievement from Tamanui to Austria. It's been an incredible ride for Jack Jordan. Uh, once a lot for the Taranaki Bulls now, of course, Sheep and Beef Farmer, who has also taken a real liking to the interesting world of timber sports. The most amazing part of all of this is that the, the lumberjack uh, that Jack Jordan is won the Timber Sports World Trophy in his international individual debut last weekend. Yeah, debut. He's now back home on the farm and uh, joins us here on SENZ in the mornings. Uh, Jack, uh, a really good morning to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jack, you've been back a few days. Uh, You've been able to let the events of the weekend uh, set in a wee bit. How does it sound for you when they say, and you've just heard it, you are the world champion in timber sports? Yeah, bloody unreal. Um, only got home yeah late last night, so I haven't, haven't had a whole lot of sleep. Um, pretty tired from it all, to be fair. But um, yeah, pretty incredible to go over there and uh, come away with a win like that. Yeah. What about the emotions? Uh, play the national anthem. Uh, what was running through your head at the time? Oh, as I said, that going through my head at the time. Um, yeah, the emotions were quite high to sort of win in something like that, where I yeah I, I guess I could uh, over the years I've gone pretty good with the chopping, but not over all the disciplines like that, um, and to put it together in, in an event like that against the best in the world, um, yeah, unreal. What were your expectations uh, going into it, Jack? Um, I guess I didn't have the old expe- expectations went too high. I knew that I could go quite well in that event, but knowing what I could do and going out and doing it sort of can be two complete different things, so... I knew I could, um, yeah, could have a pretty good go at it, but uh, a few things had to line up to do so, I guess, yeah. Well, you've got a trophy, but uh, you've also got a, a ring, what, like the NBA guys, the Super Bowl guys get, a, a trophy ring. Yeah, yeah, old ring. I put it on my finger and um, I was flat out getting it off, actually. It's a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you reckon that'll go uh, when you wear that down to the local in Taranaki? Yeah, you probably get probably get taken off you back here, I'd say, buddy. People who worry about you using it for fight or something. 
Great stuff, mate. What, what, you know, look, obviously, uh, a rugby player, you played for, for Taranaki, so you reached a, a pretty high level in that sport. Um, what attracted you across to, um, to, to timber sports? Um, I guess I always did woodchopping since I was about 12 years old, so I always had that background. Um, and now that I'm not doing a whole lot of rugby, there's, I guess, more opportunities to um, do that in the way of sport. Um, yeah, so I just got the opportunity to do that through timber sports. One athlete's got to go for that um, each year for New Zealand, and um, I qualified to do so this year. Yeah. So uh, just tell us about how you prepare. I mean, you know, physically, it, it, that sort of thing, is, is it just like you're a, a raw-boned, hard-working farmer, like in the days when, like, Sonny and Dave Bolstad and Jeff Hockard and those guys were absolutely legends of the sport? They didn't have gymnasiums and things to prepare and as such. Is, is that the case for you? Do you just basically get out there and chop wood? Yeah, basically, that's the best kind of training that you can do. I would say that me going to the gym over the years, and, like, I did, did a fair bit at the gym before I went to this event, going to the gym certainly helped um, with strength and, and fitness, that side of things. But for this event, like, talking to a lot of my mates in Australia, they've done the event quite a bit over there. Um, training for that, they said you're better off just getting out and doing the actual event sort of three or four times, um, yeah, three nights, a, three nights a week and just training hard for the event. So let's look at the disciplines involved in winning this event um, and you can perhaps talk us through them a, a wee bit for those of us who are, are not quite so initiated into the sport. The stock saw, the underhand chop, the single buck and the standing block chop. Um, how do you approach those and how, how tough are they physically as an individuals? Um, as individuals, I guess if you're doing them on their own, they're not, not too bad. Uh, when you're doing it in soft wood, like it usually it wouldn't take it to take anywhere between 20, 10 and twenty seconds. Um, but when you start putting them events together and to be doing four of them at once is like when I think of it, it doesn't sound real hard. But like actually doing it, it's probably 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 a lot of it's mental running between the disciplines and changing the uh, the swing and changing what your body's doing completely between each each event. I think that's what sort of uh, stuff you as much as anything, yeah. Okay, so uh, you, you look at that, and when you put those four together, just explain how uh, how that works in terms of the order of them, and uh, you know the type, the, the most difficult one to complete of say the four when you when you're on them together. Um, yeah, when you yeah, so the the stock saw is usually well, that's always pretty easy because the first one you run over, cut the underhand. I never felt tired during the underhand. It wasn't until running back to the crosscut saw where, yeah, that's where it really starts kicking in. Every race doing the crosscut saw, that's when you felt buggered, yeah. And coming over so you the sneak down up. block, usually, yeah. usually I'd go, right, not, like, not too bad in the down block, but when you've got, um, when you've, once you've done that single, you're, you're buggered. You're, you're completely different to what you usually be in that event, yeah. Okay, so when you arrived in Austria um, and started to you know, get closer to the event as such, was was your name mentioned? Uh, I mean, you're up against uh, previous world champions, uh, Jason Lentz from the United States, uh, Aussie legend Brad DeLossa. Um, <clears throat> were, were people talking about this fella from Taranaki? No, because I've never done uh, the individual event for the Timber Sports over there. I guess I was unknown in a way, so um, they hadn't seen how I... Uh, how I'd yeah how I can cut or how I'd go so I, yeah it was unknown they didn't know 
like even interviewing me, they're, they're asking, oh, who you think's going to win, and you know, asking <laughs> between Brad and Brad and uh, Jason Lynch from USA and Australia, they're asking how they were going to go, and it's. <laughs> It didn't worry me at all. Like it was, yeah, I thought it was bloody great them talking about them. Good on you, really. <laughs> so, the fast, the fast. You set the fastest time of the competition in qualifying, fifty-eight point oh seven seconds. Did you surprise even yourself with that performance? No, not really. Like to be fair, without um, sounding yeah, without taking anything away from it, I sort of felt like through the event I didn't didn't go real good. I in that time where I cut 58 seconds I went pretty good there and I thought that I'd build on from that and sort of get better and better as it went on because that was the first time I'd um, competed at that format doing the four events like that was the first time ever doing it so I sort of I did think that I was going to cut a bit better than that over there and maybe break the minute mark a couple of times but um, yeah I guess as long as you win that's all you got to do yeah so you, you beat uh, Jason Lentz by 10 seconds in the final. I mean, we're talking about a reigning world champion. 10 seconds in a, an event that takes uh, under a minute is a huge margin. Uh, you must have been relatively surprised at that. Yeah, I think, to be fair, though, like in watching it back, I think uh, once I come off, he sort of slowed right down. Like he'd, his heart was probably a little bit broken once I'd come off. And he, um, you could see he did slow right down just took his time doing the last few hits which blew it out two ten seconds but um yeah no sort of between the semi and the final I was quite surprised to uh come off before them guys and that I sort of felt like especially in the semi-final I'd I'd uh mucked up a couple of times I'd made a few mistakes um and usually that's usually in something like that you've only got to make one one mistake to get pipped but um I was lucky enough to come out with a winning both of them which was um pretty incredible really yeah Two things I've often wondered about when, when I watch the sport, and I used to watch it years ago when it got a lot more coverage back here in New Zealand, uh, Jack, was one, um, is all, uh, I mean, is wood, wood? I mean, there's certain types of timber, I guess, but th- within those certain types of timber, there would be harder bits to get through than, than others, wouldn't there? Do you have to be lucky? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, the wood can have a big part to play in it. These guys put a lot of lot of effort in to get the best wood possible and get the softest wood possible um, this year I don't think it has the wood was as good or as soft as previous years um, in that semi-final against Brad we both had knots in our last standard block um, which wasn't ideal but like the first lot of logs they had out for us uh, Brad had a knot and I had a good log so, so that was sort of that wasn't ideal and they had no better logs to swap us so in the end they got through them logs out and they give us both logs with big knots in them <laughs> which was um, quite a hard case but I guess I guess both of us had knots in so I guess it's a little bit more fair So the other thing Jack I've often wondered as well is do you have an opportunity, I mean here's a sport there's a hell of an element of danger in here you only have to look at what you're using of course uh, do you get an opportunity to look at the opposition at any point? Uh, as far as what like when do you mean by that? So when during the event you're actually going one on one. Do you do you have a look? Do you have the opportunity to see where they are and compared to you? Yeah, I guess like before the event you sort of knew roughly um, how they could go off previous years and previous times that they've cut. So you could sort of I wouldn't say you compare yourself to them, but you'd see how I was going in training through videos and compare it to their times, and you'd sort of get a rough idea of how you're going. 
But um, we also had a training camp a couple of days before the event at um, Arvin Kugler's club over there. He's the Austrian competitor. Um, so we trained there with the Americans and the Canadian guys. So we sort of, not that you're really worried too much on what they were doing, but you've seen how they were going there too, yeah. So, okay, then uh, what now um, for Jack Jordan and what's what's coming up in the world of timber sports for you? Oh, I probably should get back to doing a bit of work, I suppose. Do, probably start doing some work on the farm, I reckon. I um, haven't done a huge amount of that the past month. I've focused sort of mainly on competing and getting myself over there the best in the best shape that I could. Um, but, yeah, as far as timber sports go, I think um, going to the uh, World for the Team event in October, I'm pretty sure. Um, that's for that build team again and then yeah I'll, I'll, I will do quite a bit of wood chop in the next 12 months and sort of give myself the best opportunity I can to yeah yeah see how I go uh, Tokoroa's uh, Cleveland Cherry uh, I believe also claimed fourth at his first Timber Sports Rookie World Championship event so uh, what, what, that's a good sign for, for uh, our, our X-Men choppers coming through of course uh, what's the strength like in New Zealand these days? Yeah, pretty good in New Zealand. Um, I think we are, like, the amount of work that these other countries are putting in, I think they're going to, well, I'm worried that they're going to, sort of, in the years to come, they're going to leap ahead. Like, they put so much into the sport, training and the facilities that they have. Um, yeah, it's sort of, it'd be interesting to see how they go in the next 10 years, these other countries, but we're in a pretty good stead at the moment. Um, it's just worrying how much we put into it compared to what they put into it, basically. But, yeah, certainly we're, we're going pretty good at the moment. And, and Cleveland, he went real good over there. He was just a bit unlucky there towards the end, the way they run the event with the points. Um, they sort of they double the points at the end, and then the last event, they triple it. So up until them last two events, he was well ahead, and then he sort of, yeah, he got thrown right down the ladder just because of them last two events, basically. Jack, you've only been home five minutes um, and it's still probably sinking in, as you said, but what about next year? Uh, where are the World Championships? Uh, what about next year defending it? And, and when are we likely, if, if at all, to get them in New Zealand? I don't know. There's sort of been talk about getting them in New Zealand. Hopefully we can at some point, but it seems to always just be at the European countries, which, you know, as good as it is going over there, it's a pretty long way to go. And it'd be cool to get, get it over here for the sport in New Zealand and... Yeah, just to say it's been in New Zealand once. But um, as far as getting back there next year, I guess I've got to qualify for it again. That'd be a big thing. And if I can qualify, I'd be, yeah, certainly looking forward to going back and, and sort of putting up performances that I'll be a lot more proud of, if you know what I mean. I did have a couple of pretty poor run, runs, I thought, during it and was only lucky in them last two, last two events to sort of get the win there. I'd like to go back and put up some real good cuts, hopefully, yeah. Just on the the rugby side of it, Jack, uh, obviously not uh, involved in it to that great extent. Now, do you, you, have you had a reaction from uh, the rugby community, your, your rugby buddies? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everyone's been great back here, me mates, and, and everyone, yeah, the kind messages they've given me. Um, yeah, and even the support they had on me leading up to it, like, yeah, great mates. Fantastic result, mate. Absolutely thrilled for you. Um, it's been enlightening to find out a little bit more about your sport, uh, but what an achievement on debut. Uh, we salute you uh, as a world champion in this country and uh, hope you get to bask in it for a long time. Don't work too hard, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. Cheers, Jack Jordan. They're out of uh, Taranaki, a world timber sports champion. 
Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.